You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. It's Naked Podcast Time! That's right. You know, I don't want to be the only one that's naked this time, though. I feel awkward. I feel... I feel like I'm the only one that's doing it right. I don't care where you're at. I don't care if you're at work. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you're just laying in bed. I don't care who's in the house. I want you to get naked with me. It's going to be that kind of podcast today. Yeah, when I say the word naked, I have to get this low, uh, guttural voice. It's Naked Podcast Day. It's Thursday. It's, uh, what is it, February 7th? And I'm snowed in. I'm at home right now. I'm doing the, the home office thing, and um, I, I'm naked. I got a leather chair here, which is kind of sticking to the bum, sticking to the bum. The, my bum is sticking to the leather chair. It's getting all nice and funky down there. I can write rap music. I can write literally 40 rap songs right now. I just, I'll go download some beats, and I'll do some naked podcast rap songs over those downloaded beats. It takes very little talent, and I will prove that to you right now. By the end of this podcast, I will have at least five good rhymes and ideas for uh, rap songs. That's how, <laughs> that's how difficult this thing is. Like, I'm looking at this nice lamp I got from Ikea, thanks to Blue Dragon Entertainment. I could make a rap song about that lamp right now. I'm looking at the lamp <laughs> that I got from Ikea. And holy shit, nothing rhymes with Ikea. I'm turning on the light. I'm turning it blue. Alexa lets me do these things that I do. See, oh my fucking God, it's a genius right now. Naked podcast rap song writing uh, hour and 15 minutes that we're going to spend together. So get your clothes off, man. Get Listen, I don't care if you're a man, woman, old, young, not too young, you know, like at least be 18, please. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, this to come back on me someday. I don't care what you look like. I don't care how much melatonin you got in your skin. Take them clothes off. Take them off. And listen to my sweet, sexy voice as I, as I rap to you this entire podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I had a place reach out to me recently, uh, speaking of this podcast and my other podcasts. This, this is, uh, it's like this, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a website, it's a, it's a program, it's a service. And they help you find sponsors, so maybe pretty soon I'll be able to, you know, not only make a couple bucks, but share the wealth of um, knowledge of these products that are out there. I put proposals out to like a hundred of them. I haven't heard anything back yet, but that was that was like last night. It's okay. It's still early today. It's only like you know one thirty right now. So there's time for them to you know reach back at me and say, hey, you know we'd like to reach those 
1,471 podcast listeners that you had last week, which is awesome. I keep, I'm still around. It's, it's almost like weight loss with me. It's like, okay, I'll go from like 270 down to like 245, and I'm feeling good. And I'll be like, I'm going to get rid of this fucking shit. I'm going to get down to my goal of 215. I'm going to get there. And then two months later, I'm still 245. I just, I hit a wall and it's boom. And it's the same with podcast listeners. I'm, I'm just, I've hit a wall with you guys. Like we started off, the first episode had like 200 listens or 200 uh, unique listens or whatever it is but on all the platforms, not just, you know, PodServe or iTunes or Apple Music, whatever it's called, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, all, all of these. We're on, we're on all of them. And all combined, you know, we only had like 200 some, and that's okay. I get it. I'm not some big name celebrity or, you know, not, not in most people's eyes, only in the eyes of my child. And even he wouldn't listen to my shit. Maybe somewhere down the road, he'll find these files and be like, oh, there's my dad. Okay. I'll just listen to these things. You know, I'll be long dead by that point. And he'll have all of these words to, uh, realize that I was a complete mess. (laughs) Mm. <sighs> anyways, uh, so anyways, there might be advertisers here pretty soon, and I'm actually excited about that because oh, I'm getting text messages, all kinds of them. Oh my goodness, it's 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 ah uh, okay. Oh, it's people asking questions for this podcast because I put it out there that I needed some questions, and um, oh, I got some good ones already. Not bad, man. Not bad. A few of them here and there. Anyway, um, <laughs> I got a loaded podcast today. It's it's pretty uh, pretty exciting uh, to talk about the meat portion of this because it's something that I preach. That's right. I'm gonna use my preacher voice again because uh, oh my god, I gotta turn this thing off. Jeez, go away. Okay. I want to use my preacher voice again because I just, I'm pretty good at it. I like saying the word Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, the meat of this episode. Oh my God. It's not naked Brandon time. It's not rap music. It's the death of comedy, the death of free speech, and the rise of the easily offended. Oh, the society we live in. You know, I've, I've managed somehow to make it through the 70s, even though I was really young. I was born in 73. I made it all through the 80s. Loved it. Great period of life for me. Made it through the 90s. Started off good. Went really bad. Went really good. Ended off pretty good. I've been through the 2000s now. And I uh, don't really want to talk about that because I don't remember it. Nothing really exciting happened. Uh, I was a wrestler. That's about it. I was in a couple bands. Uh, you know, and then I made it through the 210s. This is actually my sixth decade. Wow. Wait a minute. How is that possible? 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 210s. And now I'm heading into the 220s. That's my sixth decade. And I'm 45 years old. So I got to figure that one out. Oh, I guess, you know, we're just starting the, the, the 220s. And I wasn't there for all the 70s. So, okay, I get it. But. Six decades, I've seen six decades. This is weird to me. Like, holy shit. And, like, while social media and things, you know, we've talked about this before, but while social media has elevated communication and, and ideas and marketing and all that stuff, it it's really 
killed off freedom. I mean, it's given a lot more freedom of speech, but at the same time, it's killed off a lot of freedom of speech. We, we, we've set guidelines up and we have a whole new code of uh, like so-called ethics, which are made up and changed daily by whoever is making it up and changing them. So that's going to be the meat of the episode, the rise of the easily offended and the death of free speech and comedy. Um, which I, comedy has always been a thing for me. I'll go through some of my influences and it's, it's, it's why I am who I am is basically because of stand up comics and skit comics and, uh, you know, sketch comics and stuff like that and albums and, and tapes and, you know, every, all of them, Carlin to prior to Louis CK to Ricky Gervais to Monty Python to, you know, kids in the hall to Cheech and Chong. And I, I could go on and go on and I will later, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole new world out there. Especially, and I'm looking outside right now, it's been snowing for about 20 hours. There's at least a good foot of snow. I looked at my car, I can't even see my car, it's completely buried. And I'm supposed to be up in Denver tonight, (laughs) doing a wrestling show uh, for my company Primos, which is going to be rebranded to Asylum Wrestling soon enough. Um, I got back into that field, and I'm bummed uh, about this fucking weather, I hate it. If, if anybody know, has ever been in Colorado in the winter, that drive from Colorado Springs to Denver, you know, past Monument Hill and all that stuff is treacherous. Sometimes they close that shit down. And I'm supposed to make that drive today, and I don't think I'm going to make it. I don't cancel things. I don't back out of things, and I definitely don't miss dates. But holy shit, I don't think I'm going to make it tonight. And I'm really bummed about it because I'm having a lot of fun doing this. Um, I don't even know if they're going to have the show. To be honest, it's supposed to be worse up there than it is down here. Not happy. Not happy. I freaking, that's the one thing about living in Colorado at this time of year that I absolutely hate about living in Colorado this time of year. I fucking hate it. It pisses me off that, you know, some fucking moisture from the sky, some frozen flakes can just ruin my plans and alter my trajectory of the day. I hate it. Drives me crazy. I know it's like, oh, you moved to Colorado, dumbass. What do you think's gonna happen? Of course, I get it. It's Colorado. It snows. I'm from Detroit. I I know about the snow. Doesn't mean I have to like it. I can't stand when people say that shit. And I also can't stand when people complain about it either. So I'm on both ends of that fence. When I hear somebody else complaining about the snow, I'm just like, shut up. (laughs) Just like you're saying, Brandon, shut the fuck up right now. Just shut the fuck up. You know, you know it snows in Colorado. Yeah, you probably saw the little snowflake on the app, you know, the weather app. It, it's, it happened. The shit falls from the sky. It accumulates. My car is shit in this stuff. That, Like I said, that freeway I down I, up I-25 is just... So I hope it melts very soon. <laughs> I don't want to be missing flights and stuff here. I got a whole thing coming up. I have to go everywhere in the country, and we're going to talk about that later in product placement. But uh, for now... Are you naked yet? Well, if you're not naked, you got a little sound bite to get naked. I want, I want those pants off. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care. If you need to pause this and listen to it at a better time when you can be completely naked like I am, I am flopping around right now like crazy, and I want you flopping around too, whether it's inside or out, whatever you got to flop. If you got boobies flopping, I want the boobies flopping. If you got a wiener flopping around, I, want the, I don't, I don't want to see pictures of the wieners. Don't send me dick pics, please which I probably just set myself up to get pictures of dick pics. Oh, 
got to be careful when I open up the old Facebook Messenger. Uh, anyways, let's get to the headlines. It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. Headline time. Yeah, let's get funky indeed. Let's get naked. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep harping on this thing. I need to do a rap song about you getting naked right now. That's right. I don't care if you're a teacher or if you're a cop. I want your pants right off and I want you to flop. Flippity flop back and forth. It, uh, what rhymes with fourth? Shit. Oh, do the helicopter till it's south to north. <laughs> I need beets. I need beets. Uh, I got beets here somewhere, not the, the vegetable, which beets are really good for you, by the way, for opening up your arteries. I need to eat more beets. I just don't for some reason. Like I'll be in there and like, oh, a box of white castles. Oh, and then there's some fucking beets and carrots and avocados and bananas and shit. Fuck that shit. I'll just let it rot. You see, I need I need rap beats. How do I get rap beats to play while I'm playing while I'm recording this? Okay, it's gonna load up. Headline time. You know what the headlines are about. See, they acquitted Trump. They uh Trump had a state of address thing, and then there's Trump, and then there's Trump. I'm sick of it. I'm fucking tired of even thinking about the guy's face or seeing saying his name. I'm done, man. It's even if he was a good president, this kind of coverage is just fucking brutal. And same with Obama back in the day. You know, when Obama was in the news for something or another, it just, uh, I got tired of hearing about it because it's its like a really bad, like, reality TV show. And I don't like reality TV shows. It's, oh, oh I hate it. Anyways, what do we got here? Hip-hop power rap. Okay. Let's play some hip-hop power rap. Oh, shit. Let's talk about getting naked, baby. Yeah. Uh, uh. I want your pants on the floor like a hippity hop. Yeah, no, take it. <laughs> I actually had to stop because I was surprised how good that sounded. All right, let's try it again. Get your pants on the floor and I want you to flop. <laughs> okay, I'm losing my shit here. This is actually kind of a cool beat. Oh, yeah. Gonna drop some time, I'm gonna drop some rhymes. It's naked time. Take your pants, take them slowly off. Drop them on the floor and grab them and cough. I said, You wanna see this? Don't send me no pics. I don't wanna see no flopping dicks. I said, Send me the titties. Yeah, that's okay. It's okay if you wanna be gay, but I don't want no dicks on my phone or my computer. Yeah, I'm a fucking shooter. Yeah. Get naked. It's kind of some 90s rap, doesn't it? Okay. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. <laughs> that won't be the last one. Oh, I got a beat here called Gangster Story. Is that like a Italian song, though? It looks by somebody named Valentina Grubanoba. Let's see what we got here. That's not rap beats. Hip-hop rap instrumental, 69. Oh yeah. 
uh. You notice they always talk before they start rapping? Yeah, yeah, come on. What? 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 Oh, there it is. They dropped it. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting on a leather chair and I'm getting nasty assed. Recording my podcast I'm sitting on a leather chair And I think I'm getting stuck You're still listening So what the fuck, said I'm Okay, I gotta stop <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing the headlines right now And I'm recording a fucking rap album And it's really good it, this, this is the best rap you've ever heard Which isn't saying a lot But it's You know, if I actually sat and wrote down some fucking lyrics Like intelligent lyrics and put them over a beat like that. I could fucking do this and sell that shit. And nobody would know I'm just like some, you know, 46-year-old chubby white guy sitting naked in front of a microphone. It's, nobody would know that shit. Because it's so good. Like Jay-Z would be calling me. I don't know how he got my number. Maybe he listens. Jay-Z, if you're listening to the podcast, let's do this thing, man. You know what I really want to do? And it would make headlines. I want to do a rap music, a rap album that makes fun of rap music. I, th- I really want to do that. Maybe I'll write a song and do it next week on the podcast. I don't know. I just don't like rap music. I don't like Eminem. I don't like any of this shit. I like, you know, maybe... But you can't consider, like, Beastie Boys and Rage Against the Machine rap music. That's fucking rock. That is, like... You can't consider, like, Body Count and, you know, things like that rap music, which I like that stuff. I like goofy rap music, like Digital Underground and Young MC and all that stuff from like the 80s and 90s was fucking hilarious. C&C Music Factory and like, uh, was it even rap or was that hip? I don't know the difference. I don't, I barely know the difference between rock music. I don't know the difference between doom metal and dark metal and, and classic rock and, and whatever the fuck rap rock and new metal and who gives a shit? It's fucking rock and roll. It's fucking, it's music. When it's played by musicians, when it's not played by musicians, it's not music. That's just like a two and two equals four type of thing for me in my head. Oh boy. Anyways, headlines. Uh, what am I doing? Oh yeah. It's all about Trump. It's all about, uh, uh, all the shit that's been going on. Pelosi ripped up the state of address, state of the union speech. Who gives a fuck? It's a piece of paper, you know, hang on. Ah, I'm hydrating. Because there's going to be a lot of yelling. Actually, I'm in a really good mood today. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of yelling. I don't think there's going to be a lot of... Uh, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, there will be. There will be a lot of stressing out. There will be a lot of uh, airing grievances. and it, This is my outlet. That's, uh, this is what it's for. So you're used to that by now. <sighs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, she ripped up a paper. <laughs> I think Trump even said it. It's illegal to rip up a paper. <laughs> to, fuck you, Trump. And fuck you, Pelosi. Uh, fuck everybody in that room, to be honest with you. I'm done with all of you. You're all trash. The Democrats are fucking weak-ass little whining bitches. And the fucking Republicans are just ridiculously... Uh, what do you call it? The, the cocksure, like, just... I can't do President Trump can't do no wrong. He's on the side of Jesus and then you know and the evangelicals and they're just so fucking corrupt and stupid and they don't give a fuck about you. You may think 
that they do. You may think that they're doing what's in your best interest, and that's the only reason you should vote. You shouldn't vote for a blue or a red or or R or D. You should vote for the ones that are acting in your best self-interest. And if you vote Republican, you are not. I'm not saying Democrats are better. I'm just saying that everything that the Republicans do outside of just like the normal stuff that presidents and, you know, Congress and the Senate are supposed to do to take care of the people. Everything that you do is not that they do is not in your self-interest. It's not. How can you not see this? It makes no sense to me. It's a bunch of old elderly, like white men, rich, loaded, rich men. And you think you identify with them? You think Trump gives a fuck about any of you? No, he does not. He cares about the business owners and the, and the donors and the lobbyists. And the, it, you know this. You have to know this. It's 2020. Nobody has a right to be this fucking stupid anymore. You don't have a right to be stupid anymore. The information is out there. And yes, it's the information everyone wants you to hear. But right beneath that, you have the ability to dig a little deeper now. You have all the ability in the world to dig a little deeper now. Just grab a little shovel. Grab a fucking Coke spoon for all I give a shit. And just dig in that dirt just a little bit. Just five or six times. Throw some dirt in the air. Look underneath what what they want you to see and go, holy shit. Brandon was fucking right about everything. Of course, that's bullshit, but I'm saying just dig a little deeper. Stop taking, don't watch Fox News, don't watch CNN, don't watch any of these agenda laced, corporately fucking sponsored, privately owned media entities. Don't, they're given scripts. Where do you fucking think those scripts come from? What's actually going on? Okay, well, who writes that? This Walter Cronkite is dead. And he's rolling around in his grave at a rapid pace right now. He's It's sad. Don't trust this fucking media. Don't fucking do it. Find other sources of media. Look at the media that takes place outside of our borders. Go to RT. I know, oh, it's Russian television. Oh, fucking communist bullshit. Yeah, but they're honest about our stuff more than we are. If I owned a news article, do you think I'm going to let them put me down? <laughs> I mean, a news media thing? No. I own a side TV. I don't have shows featuring all my faults and, you know, things that I regret. No, I don't. And there's a lot of them. Not that I'm against that, honestly, but you know, at the same time, if it, we're going to get into this a little bit. The, the whole Hall of Respect Dungeon of Douche segment is going to be about the Iowa caucus. I'm fucking pissed off about it. And you should be as well. It's sad what happened there. And it's, it's the same thing that happened four years ago, but instead of Hillary, it's Buttigieg. If that's how you say it, mayor booty. Anyways, that's what most of the headlines are. Uh, state of the union address. Trump basically went on stage and lied for about two hours uh, or however long it was. You can fact check these things. There's actually sites out there that actually fact check things. All of these things that he's bragging about, all of these like record numbers and, you know, uh, just percentages and all these things. Most of them are 
You can make anything sound good or look good. You can uh, manipulate any chart in your favor. Absolutely. Every fucking president has done that. Modern day president. You didn't see JFK going, well, my approval rating is... No, he didn't give a fuck about his approval rating. You didn't even see Reagan do that. And he was fucking totally corrupt and inept. He just happened to be a good speaker and look good on camera. Which is basically what, you know, same thing Obama was, same thing Clinton was until he got a blowjob. The Bushes were not. (laughs) They were terrible, uh, especially the little one. But it's... We've taken this election thing, and I'm still talking about it, I'm not supposed to be, and we've wiped our ass with it. It, Electoral college votes or delegates mean more than... Person to person votes now. It, it how can you win the popular vote and not win the election? It doesn't make sense. Again, two and two equal four equals four sometimes. Actually, not sometimes, all the time. The most votes wins. That's how it works. We learned that shit in preschool. Who gets to be class president for the day? You get to vote for everybody but yourself. Winner gets to be class president for the day or week or whatever. I remember doing that in some class. I don't know if it was preschool or not, but most votes wins. It's simple. How does American Idol get it, but the American elections can't get it? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. It makes sense to somebody. But for them, the the only people that make sense to are the ones that have been programmed into this system and to the point where it's, it's gospel to them. Now they, they can't disagree with the system. It's fucking sad. But anyway, that's about the, uh, that's going to be in the douche and, and respect because I've, I've made up my mind who I want to be president now. And it's not a shocker, but I'll get to that in a second. Anyways. Uh, oh yeah. During the state of the union debacle, debacle. Uh, reality TV show segment is all that is. They gave somebody I've despised for a few decades now a big award. It's a major award. Yeah. Rush Limbaugh. Uh huh. The only thing Rush Limbaugh's ever done that I could even halfway respect is being on uh, Family Guy. He actually voiced over those segments then the episode that he was on. And that was great. It was fantastic. Made me actually kind of like him a little bit. But <laughs> he's still fucking Rush Limbaugh. And I'm going to play a little clip real quick. You may have seen it online. It's, I've seen it shared a bunch of times, but I think I'll share it with you. Hang on. This is your uh, your friend Rush, all you conservative uh fucking program numbskulls out there the debate going on on espn and throughout the sports world over who can use the n-word when and how and <laughs> who can't this is a video on youtube how. you can look it up yourself a history lesson for you it's called rush limbaugh's if most racist moments race of people should not have it's fucking 10 minutes long so we're not gonna play the whole thing 
the white race has probably had fewer slaves and for a briefer period of time than any other in the history of the world. No other race has ever fought a war for the purpose of ending slavery. That wasn't what the Civil War was about, we by did. the way. No, we didn't. Nearly 600,000 people killed in the Civil War. Uh, he's defending so, the N-word, I guess. with an A on the end. Well, I think I can now. <laughs> Isn't that the point? Because it's not racist. That's the point. I could be talking about a male. I could be a Chinese male. A guy at the laundromat. I could be talking about a man. That's what she said uh, it means. Bullism. They were insanely, irrationally against pollution. They were for two years mandatory voluntary votes how to do this. He did it to Newt. And he did ah, it to Who gives a shit? Him. I'm sick of hearing his voice. Anyway, he's got lung cancer. He'll probably be dead soon. So they wanted to do something nice for him, I guess. Uh, whatever. Uh, here's the thing about the Medal of Honor or the Presidential Award, whatever the fuck he gave him. It's a piece of tin, probably. It's a little piece of metal and a ribbon. Uh, the only symbolism that it has left now at this point is just something to irk liberals and you know the people that don't like Rush, myself included. I guess I'm irked enough to talk about it. I, I don't care really one way or another. Uh, it, it, it's symbolic. It's a, it's a piece of fucking cloth with a little metal dinghy hanging off of it. It, it means nothing. Like, well, let's talk about the grand scheme of things again. You know, there's, there's beings out there in the universe somewhere. Do you think they give a shit about what that thing represents or the symbolism behind it? No, they don't. And I agree with them. Whoever those aliens are out there, I've never met, don't even know they exist, but they're out there somewhere, I imagine, possibly. And they don't give a fuck about any of this shit, and neither do I, and neither should you. So... Uh, if you're upset about Rush uh, winning an award, <laughs> a major award, then you should get something else going in your life. It's not important. It doesn't have anything to do with you. Uh, it's not meant to do anything but irk other people. And in their own minds, they're probably doing something nice for a guy who's put a lot of them in office and pushed their agendas. So um, on air, Rush is a piece of shit on air. Is he really like that off air? I don't know. I mean, I, I am literally legitimately the only person that's the same on air as I am off air, except for I'm a little turned up on here because, like I said, this is my outlet. Uh, I don't know Rush Limbaugh. Never met him. Never want to. Never cared. Um, I hate to see anybody get cancer and die, but there's, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, that's all I'm going to say, you know. Uh, there's worse people that could happen to in my book. Uh, but who gives a fuck if they put a, a major award around his neck? Um, you know, making Melania do that is how, how much shit has he talked about women and just, bleh, she probably threw up in her mouth a little bit, kind of the same way she does at night when Trump walks in that bedroom. Do I got music for that? Hang on. When Trump walks into the bedroom, I'm just going to type in the words sexy music and see what comes up. Ooh. Yeah. Trump walks into that bedroom when she's laying in bed trying to play Sudoku with curlers in her hair just, or pretending to fall asleep. 
That's right, Melania. The commander-in-chief is here. I do a terrible Trump. Oh, yeah, baby. I know you're not sleeping. I sound more like a Sopranos cast member. Okay. The president's coming to bed. Roll over, Melania. Melania, are you sleeping? Anyway. <laughs> oh, you know the sex that Obama and Michelle Obama were having, Barack and Michelle, it was probably the best sex to ever take place inside the White House, except for maybe JFK and Marilyn. <laughs> well, Jackie O'Ne- uh, Kennedy was hot. I mean, she's probably to the, I, you know, honestly, though, I, I don't find Melania attractive, not just because she has the last name Trump. It has nothing to do with it. I just don't find her attractive. And I love Russian girls and Ukrainian girls and Polish girls. Oh, my goodness. But for some reason, I just don't find her that that sexy. I think the sexiest first lady, uh, either Jackie Kennedy. I, I mean, I don't know. I've never seen any of the old ones. But honestly, Michelle Obama was fucking hot. And God, and you know, these racist piece of shit, you know, evangelical Republican radical motherfuckers making like, you know, ape fucking, what was the thing where somebody called her an ape or something like that? And you know what? I fucking, I'm not trying to be a hero by any means because the world doesn't need heroes. The world needs role models and smart people and less stupid people. But I would have loved to have had somebody say that shit in front of me. I don't even know Michelle Obama, obviously. But I would have just punched him right in the fucking mouth. Because people like that deserve to be punched right in the fucking mouth. And I told myself, listening to that last podcast, that I would stop saying fuck so much. But I'm already breaking that rule. I've probably said it 30 times already. And I'm sorry to myself because I'm breaking my own promise. But fuck. I hate people like that shit. Michelle Obama is unbelievably beautiful. Like, sexy as... Ugh. Like when I first saw her up until the day, eight years later, they left the white house. It was like, God damn. And Obama's a handsome looking guy too. I don't like, you know, he's a figurehead. Uh, he wasn't embarrassing. At least I, I didn't vote for him by any means. I didn't vote for him. I've never voted for a president and I probably never will unless I get what I want, which we'll talk about in a minute. Anyways, what else is going on? Shannon Doherty has like cancer as well. Um, I think she has like stage four cancer. I don't know what, what cancer of, I think it's maybe breast cancer, but that's, that sucks. You know, like, well, you know, Rush Limbaugh has stage four lung cancer or whatever it is. It's like, okay, whatever. Shannon always seemed like a cool chick. You know, she always kind of seemed like a Hollywood outsider. I bet I may be wrong, but, um, that sucks. And I guess she's in some feud with state farm right now. Who's like, shaming her for smoking and you know well everybody who smokes i agree should be shamed uh to a point but not you know somebody who's potentially dying of cancer i don't know if she's dying of cancer or she's just living with cancer and it'll be a thing of the past and be in remission soon hopefully it is but you know don't don't do that just don't you know i don't even know what the feud's about it's just see i fucking looked it up but i kind of don't want uh Oh, Bobby Brown just sent me a heart. Ooh, Bobby friggin' Brown. You may know Bobby Brown from the old Warrant video. Uh, She's my cherry pie. Yeah. 
the hottest blonde in the world and, and you know at that point and she's still fucking smoking hot we actually interviewed her on this podcast so if you want to go in the archives i think it was one of the first things i did uh go check out that interview she has a couple of books out that you should go buy if you're into rock and roll at all if you're into the 80s 90s scene um even if you're not to be honest with you i, I will pitch your book again uh so yeah go listen to that interview and go online get an audiobook because she reads it herself and her voice is sexy uh anyway um we got distracted there. What was I talking about? Oh, the uh, Shannon Doherty thing. Yeah, it sucks. You know, when anybody gets cancer and has to go through all that shit. I thought there was an audio thing here, but it's just pictures of her. She still looks really good, too. Not that that matters, but, you know, everybody likes to be told they look good. I like it. You could, like, if you saw me right now, butt naked on this leather chair in front of my big Mac screen here and this microphone in my face, you would look at me and say, that's not sexy, Brandon. That's, that's, <laughs> wow. Uh, geez. Like, who's that polar bear doing the podcast? Like <laughs> throw, throw him a piece of salmon or something, you know, let's occupy him before we can call the dog catcher or the bear catcher. Yep. That's me right now. But if somebody came around and said, Brandon, you look really, you look pretty sexy, man. You look good. I'd be like, Oh, you really? Oh, stop it. Don't stop it. No, no, don't stop. Don't. I, yeah. Everybody likes a compliment, but you got to be careful these days. You can't compliment people unless they want to be complimented by that individual. Might talk about that a little bit later in the meet as well. Isn't that a bitch? Isn't that stupid? Isn't that fucking stupid? Like back in the day, you know, and I understand if someone's being real creepy about it, like, oh, God damn, you look a hot girl. What's your name? Can I get your number? Can I get your number? Yeah, that, fuck you. Don't do that shit, guys. Or girls. Don't do that shit. It's lame. I've had that done to me before from guys and girls. I had a guy, and I'll never forget him. His name was Ryan, and this is about seven years ago. He bought me, I was at Whole Foods, had long hair, and I was in pretty good shape. I was like a 200-pound Brandon at that point. And I was, you know, working out and I was singing for bands and I was just having a, that's probably the best I've ever looked in my life, in my adult life. And this guy comes up and his name's Ryan. I'll never forget his name's Ryan. And, and I'm at the dessert counter and I was looking at these little, you know, these little cheesecakes and I was going to bring some for the band. Like I was heading to practice. This is in Belmar, like the Belmar district in Denver, Colorado. And I'm at the counter and this guy, I saw him like three times walking through the store and he's just... Because sometimes I just like to walk through Whole Foods. I don't know why. I just like to go to Whole Foods or even like Trader Joe's or, or Sprouts or any of these places. Sometimes even like Target. I just like to walk around. I don't buy anything, but you know, maybe I'll buy something little. But I just, it's exercise. It's indoors. It's around. I just like to do that. I don't know. I'm a fan of commerce, I guess. But anyways, I saw him a few times in the store and then he uh, caught up with me at the counter. He wasn't there to look at any of the baked goods except for my baked goods. And he goes, uh, are you in a band? <laughs> and I just kind of looked at him like, oh, do you, you know the band? I was in a band named Slugworth at the time. He goes, oh, what did you see? After something? He goes, no, you just look like you, you know, you're in a band. He goes, let me guess, you're the singer. I said, wow, you got it. Awesome. And then his, he was just like kind of inching in closer, like making me a little uncomfortable, but I'm, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty secure in my ability to whoop somebody's fucking ass if they get, you know, inappropriate. So I'm not really worried by any means, but at the same time, it was like, yeah, just no, so um, he was, uh, I was, I was looking at these cannolis, these cream filled cannolis. I was like, oh my God, that looks amazing. He heard me say that. 
And I kind of walked away. I, I bought like a little, I think it was this little tiny round cheesecake things or like $2 or whatever. And yeah, I got them for uh, all the members of the band, except for the little bass player I had named Timmy. Fuck Timmy. I'd like to beat his ass right now. Um, that's another story though. Uh, anyway, <laughs> get over it, Brandon. It's been fucking six, seven years now. Get the fuck over it. You know, he's a midget. Don't nothing wrong with the midgets, but he's, he's a midget. He's a piece of shit. Fuck that guy. Beat his ass. I guess I'm not over it. Anyways, he caught up with me after I checked out and handed me a cannoli, the one that I was drooling over. I didn't want it because it was full of sugar and fat and garbage. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to eat that thing. But I don't want that in my body. So he hands me a fucking cannoli. I'm like, oh, dude, <laughs> that's nice. And he goes, enjoy. And then uh, he, oh, oh, and he said something about don't throw away the wrapper. And I, I was walking away from him quickly, so I didn't. I kind of heard it in the background, like, okay. On the side of that fucking wrapper, when I got in the car, I looked, and it had his fucking name and phone number on it. Oh, man. So, you know, dudes dig me, I guess. And I forgot how this whole story started anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's nice when people say you look good. That's my whole sidebar story right there. I don't know why I had to go into this fucking sidebar again anyways thank you ryan if you're out there listening i appreciate it i i don't want to touch your penis i don't want you touching my penis i don't want to hit hit penises together i don't want a sword fight with you brother but uh i appreciate the compliment made me feel special and gave me something to talk about seven years later on my podcast <sighs> coronavirus I, i've been poking fun of it because it's something that i imagine will go away very soon, probably like a seasonal thing, like most things do, like most viruses do. Gets too hot, gets too cold, whatever. But it's it's blowing up, man. It's do I think I still don't think it's going to be the demise of the human race. I still don't think it's going to kill hundreds of thousands of people and thin out the population. I don't think it's going to do any of that stuff. I truly think it'll go away with the changing of the season. But there's like a hundred thousand people in China that are infected with this thing. And it's got like a, I think, about a 10% casualty rate. So if you take 100,000 and 10%, that's 10,000 people that could lose their lives over this thing. And it's uh, that's awful. So I do, sorry about make poking fun at it and kind of diminishing its uh, existence, but it's uh, it's a real thing over there. And it's uh, it's real sad. I hate to see anybody suffer. I hate to see anybody die. But um, it, apparently it's not as deadly as SARS was, which was, I guess was a bigger deal than we thought it was. See, we're over here with the splendor of the American dream and all that shit, and we don't get hit with nothing. We're going to someday. But it's um, usually, you know, densely populated places with less you know, environmental protection uh, clauses intact. In to protect us, but it's uh yeah, it's it's going pretty shitty over there for them. So hopefully it uh just goes away in a couple months and it's supposed to spread easier than SARS, I guess. I don't know, but I mean we're gonna get cases over here. It always does. We'll get five or six cases and the media will lose their fucking mind over it. But the good thing is the the the, the hope in the basket for all of us right now as a human species is that Donald Trump says that Zai will the the you know the Chinese version of him will definitely get this thing covered. Trump has all the faith in the world in Zai. And uh, is it Zai? I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Zai. 
Um, you know, the guy that looks like Winnie the Pooh, who actually, like, <laughs> we got to talk about that maybe next week. The Chinese president, Zai, um, some comedian over there said he looked like Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> and he kind of does. <laughs> so he <laughs> basically banned Winnie the Pooh in China, and I think that guy's in jail too, or, so, or maybe dead or something. I don't know, but it's a pretty hilarious story unless the guy is dead, and it's not that funny, but it's still sort of funny. What else is in the headlines? Um, Antarctica. Uh, this week, it hit 65 degrees in Antarctica. 65 degrees in Antarctica. It's 18 degrees right here in Colorado right now with a foot of snow on the ground. And, I, and, and that's the warmest it's ever been in Antarctica. Like, it's literally a record high. Things melt in 65-degree weather. I can prove it to you. Get a glass of ice. Next time it's 65 degrees at your place, put it outside. That's what's happening to Antarctica right now. So um, congratulations, human race. Uh, you've done fantastic in uh, destroying this fucking little planet that we get to reside on. So, um, yeah, that's all. We've made our bed. We're going to fucking lie in it. Within the next 20 years, probably we'll lose some ground. I don't think it'll be as bad as you know losing entire cities like Miami and shit like that. But it's already happening in Europe. We've already lost a lot of beaches here. So yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun few decades for our children and our children's children. And, uh, we got no one to blame but ourselves. You know, we still throw out a bag of trash every fucking day. We still drive our cars to and fro. We still take airplanes. And of course we do. These have been programmed into our heads to be modern conveniences. You know, it's only been five years, 10 years since we've taken any of this shit seriously. Electric cars and wind and, and geothermal energies and stuff like that. We could put a geothermal nuclear, not nuclear, I'm sorry, a geothermal power plant on a coastline, on each coastline, maybe three or four of them around the country, and pretty much power the entire planet for 3,000 years. Now, in 3,000 years, we're fucked. But then again, it's a lot of renewable energy, too. The Earth, you know, using the Earth's steam. We can do this right now. Yes, it's expensive as fuck, but we can do this. Imagine how the rest of the world would look at us. Look at our culture. Slightly different if we're completely powering their nation. Would they trust us? No. Do we deserve to be trusted? No. Trusted? No, we do not. But we could gain that trust. Imagine if we powered their country for 10 years and all they had to do is, you know, as a nation, provide us with a couple million dollars. And we powered all their people. That's a drop in the bucket, people. Imagine if we did that for them. Imagine if we powered Iran. Imagine if we powered North Korea. Imagine if we powered Saudi Arabia. They already like us, kind of. Imagine if we, uh, Afghanistan, all these countries that we villainized, Russia, China. Imagine if we did that. We we provided their electricity for them, and it's reliable, and it's renewable, and it's not fucking up the environment. Imagine, guess what? We become one at that point. We become one planet. Imagine if the United States was in charge of power and food and then like Japan and North Korea, I'm sorry, not North Korea, South Korea could be in charge of providing the world with a global 
Wi-Fi system. That's just amazing because they have they're better at that shit than we are. Proven fact. Sorry, they are. And they haven't monopolized it with through cable companies and all that shit. No. They have faster, cheaper, more reliable internet than the United States. South Korea does. Look it up. But just imagine, you know, and then we put like uh okay, we still need oil for things. Of course we do. We put Iran and Iraq in charge of that and they provide it for the world. We put Russia in charge of, you know, Russian nesting dolls. So we all have those in our house. We can open them and separate them and put them back together and put things in them. Or whatever else they're good at. I don't know. That's really all I know about. We could put uh, just, you know, we could put Italy in charge of pasta for the world. They provide pasta for the. What if we all had our job, our own job? Yeah, I'm, I'm joking, of course, but what if we all had that and we all came together and took care of each other? Holy fuck. What a wonderful world it would be. That was my Louis Armstrong, and I hope you liked it. I'm done doing these headlines. It's gone too long. You didn't stop me. It's your fault. Product placement. Brandon likes this stuff. I really want to play this whole song. I say this every week. <laughs> I've been trying to record my new album. I got a couple things done finally. Uh, I know just about every podcast I talk about my my best friend Dave who passed last year. And you know, pretty soon it's going to be a thing where it's you know on Facebook memories. It'll be oh shit, that was a year ago, two years, three years ago, four years. Then he's lost to history. Uh, it's my job to make sure that his talent doesn't get lost. So I've been working on the new album, the new One Eyed Buffalo album. If you want to check out the last One Eyed Buffalo album, it's on iTunes right now. Go check it out or Apple Music, whatever it's called now. It's uh, One Eyed Buffalo, Last Room on the Right. Go, go, go buy it. Um, proceeds go to his family, I guess. Um, <laughs> he kind of set all that stuff up, and I don't have any access to it. So it's going to be interesting releasing this next one, but I'm sure we'll work it all out. But yeah, I'm trying my butt off. I know this isn't the product placement. I'm not doing that. But it is. But the product placement is something that I am doing. <clears throat> These podcasts are going to be hard to do here pretty soon. I'm going to have to do them from the road because I'm going to be on the road for over 200 days this year uh, till this time next year. So uh, there's a new project. It's called The 22 Eat, Drink, and Adventure. I've mentioned it briefly before, but now it's a real thing. You can go to the22iscool.com, the 22 number. Okay, T H E 2 2 I S C O O L dot com. The 22 is cool dot com. You can see the skeleton of it. It's not officially launched yet by any means. There's no videos on it. But it's a state by state immersive travel guide slash streaming television network. I'm going to go around. I'm going to film the top 22 food, drink, and adventure fun spots in each state. Put them. put those films in a list on, on the channel. And then there it is. It's going to be on Roku, Apple, Amazon, all this real soon. So I'm really excited to get this thing started. I'm going to start with Ohio of all places. And then we're going to do Colorado. And then we're going to do, I think Arizona and then just state by state, by state, by state, by state, by state, by state, by state. Michigan, all that stuff. Those are like the first few ones. New Mexico is close. Wyoming's kind of close. I'm not going there. If the weather's like this though, Anyway, it's a massive project. Something like 1,400 films have to be filmed. 
and uh, it's super cheap for the businesses. So if you're a business out there that fits within the realm of food, drink, and adventure or fun, all ages stuff, hit me up. Look me up on the Brandon Bishop Podcast Facebook page, and uh, we'll get you included. It's like 29 bucks a month. If you can't handle that, get out of business, okay? You get to own a video that I produce, high-quality you know, footage from half a mile in the sky to 20 feet underwater. We cover everything. We tell your story. We show your face, your place, your products, your services. We get people to want to come there. And it's free to go to the 22 is cool. So it's not like you have to sign up like a side TV or Netflix or anything like that. You just go on there and you click on a state. I want to go to Alabama for some reason. You click on Alabama, boom, there's 22 things. If you're into food, drink, and adventure, which we all are, 22 things right there. You could watch the video and get to know those people before you go check them out. So Really excited about it. Really, really excited to get this thing going. And I'm just going to take my laptop with me. I'm going to take this microphone with me and uh, keep this podcast going as well. So lots of shit going on. And I'm, uh, I've am i never been happier with the stress that's involved with it. I love this kind of stress. I like, this, I like to wake up in the morning and go, how the fuck am I going to do that? And then figuring it out and doing it. So the22iscool.com, you can check it out right now. And uh, got any ideas, got any comments, send them my way. And that's the product placement for today. Oh, God. Welcome to the Dungeon of Douches. These people are assholes. Okay, the Iowa caucuses, which I hate that fucking word, caucuses, caucuses. That sounds like a lot of penises. Like, if you're in the middle of the gangbang, you're like the focal point of it, and you're just surrounded by penises, and, you, and you're from the South. You're like, my God, that's a lot of caucuses. Maybe that's just in my head. But if I see a lot of penises all at once, and they're all looking at me for some reason, I'm going to think of the word caucuses from now on. Anyway, that happened. Um, I didn't realize that the caucuses as well has a delegate and a popular vote. And I didn't, and the winners of each could be different, much like the main election. Of course, you know, the most electoral votes or delegates that you get, then you fucking win with those. And, and what is a delegate? What is, uh, what is that? I think I, I, I may be wrong, but a delegate vote is one vote made by somebody who's representing a bunch of people. Now, just because they're representing, representing a district does not mean that they represent the majority of that district. Yes, they were voted in, but of course, you know, people are stupid and we don't always vote on the local levels. So one delegate vote is way more important than the popular vote, which is the majority of people who voted. I I didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. I didn't vote for Hillary Clinton, (laughs) but she beat... Trump by, you know, millions of votes, but she did not get the delegate vote. I, maybe I'm saying this wrong, but you can, you know what I'm talking about. And maybe I'm just saying the terminology wrong. I think that I am. That's why I'm pausing on and furthering my narrative here, but it's a fucked up system. I don't, like I said earlier, two plus two equals four. It always has. And if my four beats three, then I win. That is how elect. Why are our elections unnecessarily complicated? No one person's vote, whether they're a delegate or not, no matter what they fucking represent, no matter their stature in government or in humanity itself, no one vote should mean more than another vote. 
and they make it so difficult for people to vote. First of all, what's more important? What more, if elections are legitimate, which I have my doubts, but what day is more important than election day? Christmas? No, it's not. It's not. Thanksgiving? No. Halloween? Maybe, but no. Valentine's Day? Is Valentine's Day more you know, important? What, what, why don't we have that day off? Why don't we have two days off? Why can't we figure out in 2020 now how to do this online so we don't even have to leave the fucking house or just do it on the fucking phone? You're telling me that we're so inept at this day and age that we can't secure one website? One I mean, obviously, the elections are hackable as it is. Obviously, they have problems all the time when they fall back to paper ballots, which also can be manipulated. So what's the difference? We're still risking it as it is. Why can't we just figure out how to have one immensely secure website? Hire Everybody involved that hire people that are checking the people that are checking the people that are checking the people. And we do this thing online. It's going to happen eventually anyway. And it it goes for all the elections. Just one website, elections.com or vote.com. I'm sure it's taken, but they'll buy it. You just go to vote.com. You look up all the elections from the presidential election to the freaking district election down the street. And you get to vote on all of them real easy. Okay, click, 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 click. Maybe there's a picture right next to the person. And then there's like a little, maybe they get a paragraph to, you know, or two to explain their campaign right there. Everything they need to say is in that paragraph. So even those of us who don't have a lot of time to sit there and dig through this stuff and decide who they truly want to vote for. And they leave party affiliation off the fucking ballot. So you don't know if they're a Republican or a Democrat or an independent or a libertarian or a green party or anything or a Whig party or any of this stuff. You don't know who they are. You only know their face, which is even debatable if you even need that. Because then you got the people that'll vote just be, oh, he's a white guy. I'm going to vote for him. Just a name, a couple of paragraphs, what their campaign is all about, and then a a box (laughs) that you can click to vote for that person, and then you move on to the next election. Why is this difficult? It's fucking 2020. We're supposed to have flying cars by now, and we don't. I seen uh, Back to the Future 3. I know what we're supposed to have by now. Where's my fucking hoverboard? We don't have any of that shit. All we have is a fucking cell phone. I mean, we got some cool shit. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I've been in six decades now, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 210s, and now 220s. I've seen a lot of shit. But it's nowhere near where we need to be, especially with our elections. So we're in a, it's, it's 
Biden's out of this fucking thing. Elizabeth Warren is out of this fucking thing. The Bloomberg never got into this thing. Unfortunately, Andrew Yang never got into this thing. They might as well drop out now. It's between Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders. Now, this is why I'm doing this segment in the Dungeon of Douche. I really tried hard to like Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Mayor Booty. I tried. I'm like, okay, it's a fresh face. He actually, you know, served in the military. Not that that means a whole lot, but, you know, I did too. So I I don't know. I just think our leader should be fucking have that kind of discipline. At least somewhere in their DNA. It's somewhere in my DNA to this day. I can't be late for anything. So I, I tried. I tried. I'm sitting there going, okay, he's like my fourth pick. Under Yang, under Warren, under Sanders. But lately, it's starting to come out, and I'm going to stick his ass in the Dungeon of Douche, and I'm going to stick all of his freaking campaign people in the Dungeon of Douche, and I'm going to stick all of Hillary Clinton's people in the Dungeon of Douche to include her. And I tried to fucking like you, Hillary. I fucking tried. I loved the Howard Stern uh, interview. I, I fucking dug it. I, got, I was like, fucking, she's cool. That's whatever. But, you know, it's a public face. Then there's the background stuff. There's the stuff that happens in the dark rooms, whether they're darkly lit or not. There are the dark rooms that are just so fucking vile and just underhanded. And I'm tired of the vile, dark room, underhanded bullshit. I'm tired of it. And now their latest hero, their latest version of Obama is this Mayor Pete guy. Is he gay? I think he's gay too. So they got that going for him too, which is a, who gives a fuck for me? I don't care what your sexual preference is. I don't give a shit. I don't care if you're a man, a woman, black, white, fucking Chinese. I don't give a fuck who you are, what you look at. I care about character, action, and skills, and I care about what you can do for everybody in this fucking country and around the world, because that is your responsibility once you sit in that fucking chair. And I like some of the things he says, and I, I don't hate his personality. He's not an embarrassment by any means. But I think he's going to be the guy they want, the establishment on the Democratic side. I think that's the ones they want to run. I think he's the one they want to run with. They realize that Biden's not going to be the guy, and it's proven. He's not connecting. And this is all a fucking popularity it's not even a popularity contest anymore. They know who they want to put in there and they're going to shit all over Bernie Sanders as Hillary's doing, as Elizabeth Warren's doing, as all of the fucking democratic, democratic people are doing as well as the fucking liberal media. So Bernie has to fight all of those fucking elements, not to mention the Trump and the fucking Republican side. He's got to fight all of this shit. He is an Island on his own, but it's an island that we are all swimming out to party on. And here's the thing, you know, I'm tired of you conservative fucking left, right wing and left wing pieces of shit. I'm fucking tired of the things that you're saying. Oh, he's a socialist. Yeah. Do you know what the root word of socialist is? It's social. No, it's not just a hip club here in Colorado Springs. Social. That means all of us together, we're being social. And it's not even the same socialism type of thing that 
you know, was so bastardized during the World War II, World War I, and Vietnam eras. It's not that at all. It's not the, you know, the, the socialist Russian regime. It's not, <clears throat> it's not that. It's a different, it's a different, why do I have to keep explaining this shit to you people? You're fucking like, you're, you have cement in your ears. It just doesn't make sense that you have to keep explaining things over and over and over again to usually intelligent people. When it comes to this shit, you're dumb as fuck. Tired of it. I'm tired of you. And I'm tired of even saying democratic socialism because it just sounds stupid in my head now. Why do we got to label everything? Do you realize what the fuck socialism is? Do you even realize what it is? Do you have any idea besides just a negative hot word that you can throw out there to insult people? Do you have fucking any idea what it means? Let me go ahead and guarantee you that you do not. Just off the top of my head, let me explain how the United States already is a socialist nation. A democratic socialist. I hate saying that. Have you ever heard of uh, public education? You know, that whole K through 12 thing. Socialist program. It is. How about public transportation? Buses, the, uh, the, you know, the subways. Yeah. Fire departments. Wow. Has your house ever been on fire and the fire people came out and put it out? Fucking socialist. How about every time you call the police? Yeah. Let's say there's somebody breaking into your house right now. Do you hate socialism so much that you're not going to call the police because the police and the fire department and public education and public transport are all socialist type programs and systems. That's what it is. Public libraries. I don't really go to a library. How about every branch of the United States military? Yeah, I was a socialist once when I was in the army for a lot of years. You sure love them soldiers, don't you? Well, you can't because you're against socialism, so fuck off. How about roads and highways? Have you ever driven on one of those? Okay, well, the next time you start up your car, you pull out of your driveway and, driveway and you go down the street, you're a socialist. That's just it. You're, you're supporting a socialist system. God, I want them to fix these roads. Okay, well, it's a socialist system. They'll get fixed. Social Security, uh, Medicaid, Medicare, whatever it's called. Um, how about jails and prisons and stuff like that? All those bad people that are breaking into your house and, you know, stealing your shit and mass murderers and all that stuff. We might as well leave them on the street because prison is a socialist system. Yeah. Isn't that something? Oh, yeah. Oh. You ever get sick? You ever just want to get something checked out? Like my elbow's making this popping noise. I'm going to go into the emergency room and just have them look at it real quick. Maybe I'll set up a... Just, you know, you know, the appointment with my family medicine provider or whatever, doctor. Yep. Public uh, hospitals. Socialist system. VA. We got to take care of the troops. We've got to take care of the troops. Whether they're young, they're old, they served their time, they gave their life and their freedoms and their liberties for our lives and freedoms and liberties. We, we got to take care of the soldiers. Well, the VA takes care of the soldiers, and that's a uh, perfect example of a socialist system. College. I mean, there's different forms of college. There's, you know, local colleges, and there's community colleges and all that. But uh, most of them, like public universities, are uh, 
100% socialist systems, public parks, well, public toilets, uh, anything with the word public in front of it, public drinking fountains, uh, public parking, yeah. Basically, uh, all that stuff. We live in a hybrid society. I mean, along every other, along with every other society in the world. But at the bare minimum, police, fires, fighters, uh, libraries, and public roads. Socialism essentially boils down to the things that citizens demand and the leaders must deliver. Um, that's really about it. So why? Why are you bitching so much about the fact that Bernie Sanders wants to give everybody health care? Because you're a selfish fucking piece of shit. That's why. God, I keep saying fuck or fucking. I gotta stop that. You're selfish. Do you realize how much it would affect you for every human in this country to start in this country, the United States of America, do you know how it would affect you personally if everyone had free health care and at least two years free of college? Do you know? Do you have any idea? It would affect you maybe 10 bucks a month. Yeah. Maybe up to 15. Depends on how, what wealth class you're sitting at. If you're a rich motherfucker, you might have to go up to like 20 bucks a month. Oh my goodness. And here's the thing. Let me talk to you real quick. Let me talk to you face-to-face. I wish I was face-to-face with all you people that are shitting all over this idea. I'll work for a living. I'll work for a living. I ain't paying for these freeloaders and all. Let me say something to you right now because I am pissed the fuck off. If you can't afford $15 a month to ensure that our country is healthy and educated at least, then you don't fucking deserve to be in this country to begin with. And I would like to beat your ass, you selfish, ignorant piece of fucking human trash. $15 to ensure that our people are healthy, which in turn lowers insurance cost, which in turn, which probably wouldn't even be a thing anyways, if you have free health care, you know, I mean, you wouldn't have insurance anymore, which means you wouldn't have to pay for it either. Dumbass. And there can be different tiers. Yes, you get a basic level of free health care. If you want to pay out of your pocket to do more so you can keep these fucking criminal, uh, insurance companies in business, fine. You can have a premium content. It comes out of your check just like it does now. Probably less money than you're paying right now. But you can get an elevated. It's just like going to the amusement park and you get the fast pass and you go right to the front of the line. Fine. You can have that. You can pay for that and you can have an elevated level of health care. But everyone deserves, it's not a luxury, it's a fucking human right. Everyone deserves to have a basic level of health care. And if you don't agree with that, you're a piece of shit like to smack the shit out of you, really. Debate me in person. I won't get violent with you. I can be civil, but I really want to smack the shit out of you. I do. Smack some sense into you. Smack the shit out of you and then smack you again with the other hand and smack some sense into you. You're selfish. 15 bucks a month, and that's if you're making over 100 grand a year. If you're making over a million a year, it's probably like 30 bucks a month, 40 bucks, 50 bucks a month, maybe a hundred bucks a month, but who gives a shit if you're making a million a year? You should pay more. Personally, I don't think 
any of our income tax should be touched. I think there should be a across the board 17% consumption tax. You pay 17% on everything. We don't touch your wages. That's the easiest way to make it fair. You spend more, you pay more. If you can't afford to spend a lot, then you don't pay a lot. It's simple. And it'll cover everything. Get rid of government subsidies entirely. People wouldn't need them anymore. So many things we could be doing, man. I've given you like five or six different ways to improve the, not only the nation, but the entire world. And nobody fucking listens because money. Greedy ass, selfish pieces of shit. And the best part about society right now is that a lot of these greedy ass, selfish pieces of shit are in their fucking 70s and 80s and they're all going to be dead soon. So yeah, Democratic Party who's fucking up these elections. I got to get back to the point. Sorry. Peter Buttigieg, Hillary, and all her people, you can all rot in the dungeon of douche for all I give a shit. And the one person that I, honestly, I don't know if he'll win or not. I don't even know if he'll have an opportunity to face off with Trump. But that person, I'm going to put in a hall of respect just to piss you off. Welcome to the hall of respect. These people are awesome. I love them. All right. I'm starting to get a twitch in my neck. Is that bad? It's like right on my jugular. What the fuck is going on? Am I going to die doing a podcast just because I'm angry at Democrats? <laughs> it's weird. It's like popping in my neck. Ugh. I sleep wrong or something? Am I dehydrated? I got water right here. Hang on. <clears throat> okay. Bernie Sanders, Hall of Respect. I may have already put him in Hall of Respect before, but he's going in again. He's a possibly a two-time Hall of Respect inductee. And I don't care if it pisses you off. I kind of hope it does. Um, but I'm going to give you reasons why. First of all, I like him. He's not an embarrassment. He cares about humanity and comfort and contentment over all the other shit that every other president for decades has put before the human population. Why wouldn't we give it a try? Why won't you just give it a try? You gave Trump a try, and guess what? It's been a fucking disaster. And don't start throwing things at me. I, I, I gave an example before. Hey, if you have a baby, yeah, you have to take care of it. You don't get applauded for changing the diapers. It makes sense. You're supposed to. So when Trump does something that I agree with, yeah, that's the shit you're supposed to be doing. I'm not going to fucking throw a giant cookie your way, you fat piece of shit. Because first of all, you don't need it. Secondly, it's your job. That's what you do. Stop making a photo op for every goddamn thing that you do that you know that everyone's going to like. Because that's what you're supposed to do. If You know what, honestly, if we ever, after Trump, if, even if it's Sanders, I don't give a shit. If we never see another president on fucking on the news or on anything again, I'll be happy. Shut up and do your fucking job. I'm not here to fucking applaud you. None of us should applaud the president. We voted you in there to do your fucking job. Do it. When somebody makes fries at Carl's Jr., you don't stand up and give him a fucking round of applause. You just don't do it. When somebody builds a car that they're getting paid 40 bucks an hour to build, you don't clap for them. You don't praise them. That's their job. You do it. But Sanders has had the same. You could watch videos from the 80s, from the 90s, 
all the way up until now, and he's had the same message, the same scope, and the same, he's running on the same things the entire time. No scandals, except for getting arrested for standing up for minority rights back in the 60s. This guy is a megastar. He is the modern day embodiment of Henry Wallace, who's an idol of mine. And you're all too stupid and stubborn to even listen or give. Oh, he's a socialist. We're not going to go there again. You're dumb. I'm sorry. If you're against Bernie Sanders, you're fucking dumb. You don't have to like him. You don't have to vote for him. It's, he's not going to hurt your wallet. He's not going to take away your freedoms. The current administration is. Everything's going uphill up until that fucking tiny little percent in the sky and you don't even realize it. You support it blindly because you're too proud and too fucking stupid. If Trump just had that little D in front of his name instead of an R, you'd be fucking raking him over the coals because you're so angry at Hillary. If Hillary would have been a Republican, you'd probably love her. Idiots. You're like football fans. You're fucking idiots. If Tom Brady played for the Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia would love him because he's great. If Bernie was a Republican, you would fucking love him because he's great. Do you see what I'm talking about? Do you see how they've marginalized us and divided us? Do you understand at all how you've been programmed? Oh... I liked Donald Trump as an entertainer. I did. Yes, he was a misogynist pig, but at the same time, it's that was his gimmick. I didn't like him for that stuff, but I, he was good on The Apprentice. He was at a couple of WrestleManias. He hosted WrestleMania 4 and 5. He did the thing with Steve Austin and Vince McMahon when he shaved his head. And I'm a huge wrestling fan, so I loved all that stuff. He... <sighs> And when he first said he's running for president, I, I didn't say, is he going to be a Democrat or a Republican? I said, oh, cool. He seems like a you know decent businessman. I mean, he's fucked up a lot of shit, too. But, you know, he's kind of a pig. But, you know, maybe. And then he opened his fucking mouth and the campaign just buried him for me. But you know who that hasn't happened to? I remember Bernie from the 80s. And I thought, oh, he's funny. He talks funny. I was a kid. You know, whatever. But I remember him. I remember the things that he said are the exact same thing, just updated, that he's saying today. Oh, There are Americans out there, and you're some of them. I know you are. There's a lot of people that listen. Some of you just vote against your own best self-interests, and it makes no damn sense to me at all. I don't want free health care. I don't want free education for my kids. Make them work for it. I don't want our country to be smarter and educated. I don't want our country to be healthier. I work for a living. It's going to come out of my pocket at 15 bucks a month. God damn, that's like a uh, hundred and uh, some odd dollars a year. Yeah, you don't know the answer because you're not fucking educated. So Bernie, I respect the shit out of you. And here's some reasons that you should respect the shit out of Bernie. How about Taxes. Yeah, you love paying taxes. We just talked about that a second ago. Um, once Bernie, if he became president, he's going to try to fix the tax, the whole tax system. And it's going to be a, he's going to be blocked in every angle, but he's going to try. 
his plans on imposing harsher taxes on the wealthy and giving those, uh, you know, with less money a break because they're the ones that really fucking need it. Look into it. If you're not making $350,000 a year or more, then this affects you positively. If you're making more than that, then who gives a shit? You're not going to be hurting, okay? By any means. The interest you make on your money alone will cover whatever differences there is. (sighs) He wants to close the wage gap, of course. Uh, It's not a secret. I think even in like, what, recently, like 2015, 16 or something, women get paid significantly less than men do. Uh, Women of color make even less than that. So it's, you know, for doing the exact same job. And it makes no fucking sense. Character, action, skills. That's the only thing people should be judged by. (sighs) Yeah, he wants to, you know, his views on the youth of America, you know, the ones that are going to replace all of us. Look it up. He's been fighting for women's rights. He's been fighting to take care of all citizens. He's been fighting to, he wants to help the people that have helped us. I mean, veterans, you want to talk about supporting veterans, look at Bernie's plans for veterans. About the programs that he wants to put in place to help them deal with mental and physical ailments from their time in war, just in the military in general. He wants to expand the VA. It's, it's, these are all amazing things, man. And you could look at anybody else's campaign wants to reform wall street. He's been fighting for minorities. And I hate to use the word minorities because I think we're all one race, but you know, the people with more skin, big pigmentation, he's been fighting for them since the fucking sixties. Climate change. I mean, just, I'm just kind of scrolling through a list right now. And he doesn't even mention war. Yes. He has a, a pretty decent, as good as anybody else's foreign policy, but it's not based in war. Do you think he's going to tweet every day about and threaten other governments on Twitter? <laughs> Do you think Bernie's going to sit on the toilet every morning with a bagel in one hand, a newspaper in the other hand, and Fox News and, and the TV that he probably has in, in his bathroom, or Trump definitely has in his bathroom, and take a four-hour shit and tweet 45 times? It's, it's not going to fucking happen. He's not an embarrassment. He's a businessman. Yes, he's a li- oh, he's a lifetime politician. Yeah, with the same message he's always had. And you know the problem is, and the reason, because he's been blocked by these fucking Democrats from doing anything and accomplishing hardly anything. He puts bill after bill out there, bill after bill out there, campaigns on the same things for decades. And he can't get anything done because these fucking numbskulls that you people elect won't let him. Will it be any different as him as president? I don't know. He'll have a lot more power. So maybe if he gets anything done, it'll be, uh, (laughs) first of all, it'll be a miracle. But, you know, and that's one reason that a lot of people don't want to vote for him. They're like, okay, yeah, we like Bernie, but he's not going to get anything done because he's going to get blocked by Republicans. He's going to get blocked by Democrats, but they won't block everything. And if they do, Bernie's the kind of motherfucker that'll call him out. Melta. Melta. It 
right, I'm, I'm, I'm still naked, just in case you were wondering. I've not taken a break and gone and put any shorts or pajama pants on or especially any jeans. I don't wear jeans at home. I, like literally the first thing I do, and this is not a question, but this is one that I'm answering anyway. The first thing I do when I walk in the house, I just get in the buck, man. I have to. I don't like being completely naked all the time. Right now I am because I just was too lazy to put on shorts before I came over here and hit the record button. But I'm still naked, and I hope you are too. I hope you got that way in the first place, and you listen to my instructions, because if we're all naked and we're doing this thing together, then we have a, a more common bond. It's a thicker bond between us. We're doing something naked together. When you do something naked together with somebody, it's just a bond. I don't know what it is. I remember I was in a band called Mackie's Tragic Plunge, and for some reason I just decided to strip down to my underwear and just started playing. And then they did. And then it ended off in a gigantic musical gay orgy. It was amazing. I had a really good time with my friends. I'm kidding. It never got that far. But for some reason, we used to just sometimes practice in our underwear. And uh, it felt bonding. I don't know why it felt bonding. <laughs> Maybe there is a little homoeroticity in my, in my DNA. But it, it, that's fine. Whatever. I just haven't found the right man to settle down with yet. But all right. Let's get to the, you know, I, guys, I, I appreciate these letters and, and, and the messages and the stuff that I get on the Brandon Bishop podcast, Facebook page. I really appreciate it. But the, the, the messages have gotten the, the, the questions for the mail segment. I'm, I might have to stop doing it because they're just getting stale. Come up with something original and funny. And I don't care if it's extremely personal. I don't care. Talk about something that we already talked about in a previous episode. Just, I had to reach out on Facebook like an hour ago and say, hey, guys, like, can I get some <laughs> decent questions here? And I got a couple, but not many. Like, a lot of them are just the same fucking shit. Like, don't just, uh, you, you've listened. You know, I mean, we're kind of getting the same numbers every week. So the same people are listening, I guess. Don't just, you know, uh, just same questions. I hate it. I'm like going through all this, and it's a struggle every time. It's like, I don't want to make up questions. I answer myself. I'd just rather drop the segment entirely. So just don't, you know, come up with some better shit, please. Anyway, um, Rob wants to know, uh, what do you think of the upcoming XFL um, season, which I think starts tomorrow on uh, either Fox or ABC or something like that. I'm excited for it. I'm not a huge football fan anymore. I don't have time to invest myself into it, but it's it's easier to drink down. It's only eight teams. It's only like I think the championship game is in two months. So it's not a huge commitment. I'll probably just honestly, like I do with the NFL, I'll uh, catch highlights and scores when I have time, and that's about it. Uh, I'll support anything Vince McMahon does. He's an idol of mine. Uh, love the guy to death. Uh, been in the same room with him a couple times, in the same hallways with him, but I never got to sit down and talk to him. But, you know, again, he's an idol, so I will uh, definitely uh, support whatever the fuck he does. Um I'm excited. It's something new. It's something that, you know, if you don't like it, don't don't watch it. I don't know why everybody has to shit on everything. It's just, if you don't like it, don't watch it. It's simple. I don't like rap music. I don't listen to it. And I'll make fun of it because it's an insult to my freaking, <laughs> my musical genius. But no, it's, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a hypocrite. You know, I talk shit on things I don't like too, but, um, yeah, it's one of those things. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. Don't watch it. Don't do it. I'm excited for it. Uh, that's a stupid question. I'm crossing it. Sorry, Bill. Um, my favorite Doors item. Uh, item? <laughs> Album. From Jim. Is that Jim Morrison asking me? Is he still alive? Holy shit. 
Jim Morrison is asking me what my favorite Doors album is. Um, that's hard because I like a lot of songs from a lot of different albums. I really liked Waiting for the Sun. That's probably my favorite album. Uh, so I guess I'll just go with that. <laughs> I, you know, what's an album anymore, though? You hit Doors on your iPhone and you hit Shuffle and boom, they play all the albums. So, yeah, it's hard to pick one anymore. I mean, the very first album is amazing, but I'd probably have to say Waiting for the Sun. Good shit. Uh, Raj wants to know three things you'll need on a desert, deserted island. Uh, Wi-Fi, a cell phone, and a camera. Yeah, that'll work. Because I can film a little show while I'm stuck there. And then when I'm done filming, I'll use the Wi-Fi and call somebody on my phone to come get me so I'm not deserted anymore. Common sense shit. I mean... I'm probably finding loopholes in your question, but at the same time, uh, that's that's what I would get. Uh, I'm going to fire through these, man. They're, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. You're a billionaire. What's the first thing you buy? A boat, a house, a car, or bling from Z? Uh, Z, I don't know what the fuck bling is. I don't wear jewelry. I don't give a shit about it. I don't buy jewelry for anybody. I never will. Um a house, I really would like to live in an RV more than a house. Uh, it's just one of my bucket item things I want to do. Don't care about a boat whatsoever. I mean, so it's down between house and car. I'll take a really nice car. And by really nice, I mean a super fancy RV. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dizzy. What's my favorite true crime show? Um, <laughs> God, I'm such a... I'm such a fan of it, and I hate it at the same time. I don't like anybody glamorizing these things that have happened to these families and these people. I can't stand it. It drives me crazy when people glamorize killers. and I mean, whether you're talking down on them or not, it just, you know, tribute the family more. That's all I ask from these things. you got to tribute the family more. It's, um, it, it's a shame that these things happen and that we're just entertained by them. And I'm guilty of it, just like you are. I'm entertained when I listen to these podcasts before I go to bed every single fucking night. I'm entertained when I put on the, you know, the the own network or the I investigation discovery network or the the true TV or the you know, there's 15 networks out there that play nothing but true crime now because it's getting all the ratings. And it's a shame that there's a never ending supply of these stories out there. Like I said before, um, homicide detective with Joe Kinda, there's what? 10 seasons, maybe more with 20 some odd episodes a season, all from right here in Colorado Springs. Like, <laughs> and I know this, this, it took place in the you know late seventies and eighties and nineties and whatever, but son of a bitch, there's been that many murders to fill, you know, eight to 10 seasons with 20 episodes a season all in this one city. And this is one of the greatest places to live in the country. So they say not today. It isn't because it's a fucking wonder winterland out there. Winter wonderland. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm guilty of like liking these shows. I like the storytelling aspects of them and they're intriguing and they're horrifying. And for some reason I like that too. And I'm sorry, not sorry, but I don't think I have a favorite one. I listen to Dateline's podcast every single night. They put out a new one. So maybe it's that. Um, okay, I'm done. Last question. Uh, Wendy, 
AC or the window down. Window down. I like road noise. I like to zone out, listen to the road. Sometimes I don't even have the fucking radio on. I just like to hit down the road. And I'm going to hit down the road right now and get to my big, juicy meat. Give me the meat! Give me the meat! How can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat? All right. It's meat time. I'm naked. I can look down and look at some meat, but that's not the meat I'm talking about. It has nothing to do with Naked Brandon. This is, this is the meat of the episode, the main topic, the main event, the headliner. It's the meat. So what I want you to do right now, because I know you're naked, I want you to sit back and be more comfortable. Stretch out a little bit uh, before we get started, because mm, we're going to talk about some stuff about the death of comedy, the death of free speech, and the rise of the easily offended. Some of you are guilty of this stuff. I'm about to bitch smack you with my meat. Um, yeah, it's going to happen. I didn't, I didn't want to have to say it like that, but it's out there now, so get ready for the meat. I grew up in the 70s and 80s adoring stand-up comics. Mentioned a few earlier, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, uh, Sam Kinison, Andrew Dice Clay, uh, Rodney Dangerfield wasn't really guilty of, you know, saying too many horrible things, but you know, I'd watch Carson, I'd watch Letterman, uh, Cheech and Chong, Monty Python. These were my idols. And to this day are still my idols. I love these people. They have shaped. And even in more modern times, like I said, Louis CK and Ricky Gervais and Eddie Murphy, you know, before, a little bit before that, it just, Martin Lawrence, I used to love a lot at least his live stuff, and some of his movies too. Adam Sandler has amazing albums that you could just listen to again and again and again and again. I adore these fucking people. I, how about Seth MacFarlane with you know the creator of Family Guy and American Dad and the Orville and all these funny movies and stuff that he does, South Park, Rick and Morty. I mean, these are, um, my son and I love these cartoons, these adult cartoons. We dig them, okay? It's what we watch together. I don't don't fucking judge me. He's a great kid. I'm an amazing dad. Fuck you. We do it right. You probably do it wrong because you're the one over there bitching about your kids all the time. But back to the point. I don't know how in this day and age people like Ricky Gervais, uh, I'd say Louis C.K., but, you know, they me too the hell out of him, didn't they? Talked about that last week. But how does a show like Family Guy or, you know, even exist or South Park or Rick and Morty or Rick, I said Ricky Gervais or any of these comics out there? How can you be funny nowadays when you're not even allowed to be even remotely offensive? The only way that you can be funny is to make fun of being offended. Are you catching me? The only way to be funny is to make fun of those who are easily offended except for instead of making fun of the things that offended them in the first place. It's confusing. Exactly. I always wanted to get back on stage. I did stand-up comedy with my buddy Mike. We did a musical act called Rude. We just had songs kind of weird out with a prop box. And I always wanted, though, to stand just me and a mic and tell stories. I think I could do that. I mean, I'm doing it right now. If I can do it for an hour and a half on a podcast, I can do it for 45 minutes on a stage. And I love being in front of people. You know, I've done that through music and through wrestling and everything else and TV shows. So I, it's not a stage fright thing. It's not a, even a lack of material thing. It's not a comfort thing. It's just I haven't put it all together and done it. It's another bucket list thing. So I will be on a comedy stage before I die, hopefully, unless I die prematurely and I just didn't get around to it. But I, um, 
I'm trying to figure out how to be funny without people crying in their f- and pissing their pants over things. I, you know, honestly, the dreaded, and I've talked about this before, the dreaded N-word was so commonplace when I was growing up, not just because I lived in Detroit, but because, you know, and even in the suburbs, I would listen to Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy and Red Fox and, and, and all these comedians, like I said, Martin Lawrence and growing up in the 90s, and I just, I listened to that shit constantly. And even later, like, you know, with Dave Chappelle and all that, and it never affected me to the, to the point where it offended me whatsoever. Of course, I'm a, you know, white guy, but it, I never really looked at it as a, as a bad thing because I heard it so much until I said it as a kid and all hell fucking broke loose. And I didn't even say it to like anybody of, you know, a different color than I am. I just said it. Just like they always said it. Just like my heroes said it. So it was never, like, it never, nothing offends me anymore. You know what offends me is stupidity. Stupid people offend me. And then I have to deal with them. That's, that offends me. I have to realize that I'm on, on the same planet as some of these people. That offends me. But I, um, nowadays it's like you're in danger. You have to look over your shoulder and walk on eggshells constantly. Especially if you're in the entertainment business. Especially if you're putting yourself out there like I do. Whether it's on TV or this podcast or in a song or whatever it is. I put myself out there constantly to be judged to be, you know, scrutinized, to be torn apart in some aspects. Thankfully, it's never really happened because I'm not uber popular by any means. But, you know, I don't know what you're truly thinking. And I, I want to. I want you to leave comments. Nobody does this anymore because nobody wants to support my dream. I get it. You know, I do my best to support yours, but I'm not going to you know, go out of my way. I'll comment on your shit. If you release an album, I'll definitely comment on your album. I'll probably buy your album. If you're, if you're an author for a book, I'll read your book and leave a comment. None of you fuckers do that for me. (laughs) I see the numbers of people that I'd expect, you know, a lot more. We get some, I'm grateful, but I expect a lot more feedback because I want to get better. But you know, if you, if you listen to my podcast and you fucking hate me and you think I'm a for some stupid reason, you think I'm a sexist or a racist or a, you know, a, you, you don't like my views on religion and all that shit. Fucking talk to me. Don't be afraid. Don't think it's not worth the time because it is worth the time. I would make it worth the time to respond to you. Now, if you're going to be a dick to me, I'm going to fucking destroy you verbally. I will. Trust me on that. You're not going to beat me in a verbal confrontation. I'm not bragging here, but it's just a proven point at this point. But just talk to me. Be civil. If you want to have a religious debate, let's have a religious debate. If you, something I said offended you, then say it. Don't just be like, oh, you offended me. I'm never going to listen to him again. Nah. That's dumb. That's weak. That's chicken shit. But how, do we, how, do we be, how are we supposed to be funny nowadays? When everything that we do can be mistrued into a vein of controversy trying to think of an like like of an example like ricky gervais is probably the perfect example he gets lambasted by 30 percent of the population of the world maybe more because they can't handle what he says his stories whether they're funny or not 
They just can't, you can't handle it. When did we become a fucking society of just weak ass, thin skinned people? It really makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. I remember growing up and being able to say and deal with anything that was said to me. And of course, you know, I'm the white guy. It's, you know, not going to hurt. Can't hurt my feelings. (laughs) But when did everybody get so goddamn weak? It's sad. I, I, I can explain it. I'll tell you exactly when everybody got so weak. When they got onto fucking social media and everybody got their own goddamn soapbox. They stand up on their soapbox and they put it out there to the world, or at least to their 110 Facebook friends. And they get on Twitter and they, they put it out to the fucking world, or at least their 37 Twitter followers. And then somebody latches onto that and then they carry it over into their 400 and then they carry it over and then something goes viral. What are you people doing? Like, (laughs) what are we doing as a society? Why are we all on our fucking soapboxes talking shit? This is my soapbox. I think I've deserved it. I've done a lot of shit. I'm very opinionated. I think I'm well-spoken. I'm moderately intelligent. I think I've deserved this platform. Like I said, it's my personal outlet. But you're the ones that has the choice whether or not to listen to it. You don't like something I'm saying? You don't agree with me? Turn the fucking thing off. I don't care. Goodbye. Doesn't bother me at all. I'm not going to miss you. I'm not getting paid to do this yet. Trust me, when those <laughs> sponsors start rolling in, I'll start pandering to your needs. But um, I'm kidding. I would never do that. But at the same time, it's you know becomes a business at that point instead of just some random outlet that a few people listen to. But I want you to kind of close your eyes and, and take this. And I've said this to you last week too. But I want you to take this to heart and I want you to be, you know, serious when you're listening to what I'm about to tell you. Your thin skin, your, your easily offended nature, it's not helping anything. I think we forgot that we're allowed to change the channel. There are things out there that are far worse than Family Guy and Ricky Gervais right now. Trust me. There's sex trafficking going on out there. There's children dealing with fucking, you know, diabetes and autism and just families that are, there's domestic violence. There's heart disease. There's, there's fucking people in the, you know, overseas in Middle Eastern countries that are being beheaded for marrying the wrong person or being stoned to death. There's fucking terrible things going on in the world. Much worse than what was the latest one? You can't say transgender anymore. You can't say transvestite. I think it is. Yeah. Oh my God. He said transvestite. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's fucking destroy somebody's life and reputation because they said a word that doesn't agree with you. Oh, this guy held the door for me and said I look good? Are you kidding me? You're going to harass me like that in public? Fuck you. I'm afraid to compliment anybody anymore. I really am. Unless I know them very well, I'm not going to compliment anybody. It's, It's so easy to just get objectified in a negative way now. And I don't, I, I, I don't get it. Do live your fucking lives. Live your own lives. Only include that small circle of friends and family around you. 
have little collectives everywhere, you know? I mean, just do you. Why do you got to be up in the other people's fucking businesses? If you don't like what they do, if you don't like what they say, turn the fucking channel or just turn it off. Hit the power button. Go listen to whatever the fuck you want to listen to. Go watch whatever the fuck you want to watch. Go do something that agrees with you. That's what I do. If you're forced to listen to it, then that's another thing. Then you can kind of lash back out and say, get your shit away from me. If somebody's blasting fucking rap music in the goddamn car next to me, guess what? I'm going to turn my shit all the way up just to fucking, I don't have to hear their shit. If Donald Trump's on the fucking TV, I turn it off. Anyways, I have got to go. I don't know if I'm doing this wrestling show tonight or not, but I got to cut the podcast a little short and, uh, I got a lot more to say on this. I really do. I'm tired of easily offended, thin-skinned soapbox warriors. Tired of you. Social media tough guys. Tired of you. None of you are important. None of this fucking shit matters. So I'm going to go do a wrestling show that doesn't matter if I can get through this big snowstorm that doesn't really matter. And I'm going to put some pants on because me being naked doesn't matter. This podcast doesn't matter. Nothing fucking matters. So thicken up your skin. Do your own thing and shut the fuck up. (sighs) And that's just for those people. For the rest of you, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'm not going to do a happy ending today because uh, I don't have time until later when I'm naked again in my bed. Whether I went to Denver and through a snowstorm or not, I'll give myself a happy ending. And uh, while you're sleeping tonight or while you're laying down as well, getting cozy, you know, settling in, I'll just be beating my dick like it owes me money. <laughs> Did that offend you? Oh, no. He said something about his penis and masturbation. Oh, no, not two natural things that we're born with. Oh, boy. Bye.